Hello, and welcome to Midnight Fun, a Twilight podcast. I'm Katie, and I'm here because, well, I'm just really committed to this book at this point, and this chapter was so long, and if I had to read it, I have to talk about it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Liv, and I'm here for basically the same reason. I used a silver glitter gel pen for this chapter, and I'm not letting that go to waste. Have you run out of your silver glitter gel pen? Because um, <laughs> it's so long. Well, <laughs> I, not quite, shall we say, but it's... Well, guys, this chapter is 45 pages long. Yeah, this is chapter 17, Confessions, 45 pages long after the past, like, four have been 10 pages. So it's really four of our normal chapter lengths in one. Not much happens, Mm -hmm. it's just one scene, but still. I like to count how many pages each chapter is, and honestly, I thought that I'd missed a chapter break. Yeah, no, I always look ahead, because obviously, like, we're scheduling it in. I like to read it just before we record, so it's fresh in my mind um but not ideal (laughs) so long anyway cool yeah should we get right into our favorite quotes what was your favorite quote (laughs) it was from the start of the chapter right cool mine's from the end so that's good (laughs) okay so edward's just stepped out into the sunlight he's sparkling Uh like a mad thing right and he just goes Mm -hmm. so pretty it's very strange though i said surely she could understand that this was part of the horror amazing she corrected you aren't repulsed by my flagrant lack of humanity. <laughs> like, oh God. my God. just found it really funny because he's like, my, re- my repulsive lack of humanity. And I'm like, babes. Mm. You're just a bit, sparkly, just a bit sparkly, but go I mean, off. That's the thing is that like, it's really, like, even when he's trying to be like, oh, I'm so gross. He's like, the prisms of my shiny skin radiating off her face. I'm like, it just sounds pretty. Like, it doesn't sound gross. Like, no, why are you romantically describing it if you find yeah. it repulsive? Like, be describe it in mm. something other than like golden prisms. Yeah. I think that's the thing, though. Like, you can't, I, I, I would, I would be hard pressed to find someone that can describe glittering skin as something that is repulsive. Like, unless you have gotten craft glitter and dipped your hands in it, and now you just need to, like, come to terms with the fact that it's going to be all over all of your stuff for the rest of your life, there's no way. There's just no way. And even then, still kind of cute, you know? I love the glitter. Oh, I'm constantly covered in glitter. I don't know where it comes from. I'm just covered in it. (laughs) You'll always find it. You'll use it once in, like, an Mm. eyeshadow, and then you're like, okay, glitter, glitter forever. (laughs) Love it. What was your favourite quote? My favourite quote is from towards mm. the end of the chapter, and it was I I think it's in Twilight as well, but it just it hit harder for me in this one, and it was Come on, you little coward, climb on my back. Yes. Oh my god, I <laughs> highlighted that, and I just put spider monkey question mark exclamation mark. I know, because all I was thinking, because I haven't reread mm. the books in a while, but I've seen mm-hmm. the movies. Yeah. loads and super recently and all I could think is wow they really did tone that down and like you better hold on tight spider monkey yeah. is like the meme quote that everyone did with all the twilight memes as if that was awful and then I just think imagine someone going like come on you little coward get on I my mean, back I call people cowards <laughs> all the time because I think it's so Me funny too, but in a jokey like, way coward yeah like yeah. Honestly, that would be such an issue for me if I was in this meadow scene with Edward and he's like, I could literally murder you with my bare hands. I'd be like, do it, coward. Go, Go on. on. Go off, kink. Murder me. Don't think you can, though. You're too cowardly. Yeah. And then he'd, like, rip my face Just... off. 
<laughs> this whole time he's having... Right, we'll get into a chapter yeah. summary because we're basically going into it. Anyway, basically, I'm sure you guys remember the meadow mm. scene. And if you don't, basically, if you remember from the films, then like, as if you could outrun me, that's this bit. Yeah. But it's all in the nice meadow. It's so really he basically, intense. he drives Bella on their meadow date after putting her through her paces on the trail last week to like climb mm. all the way up there. Now they're in a meadow. Yeah. <laughs> that's it and then Bella yeah, yeah Bella tries to kiss him or hold his hand a few times and he literally leaps out of the way it's just very funny imagery yeah. um, I know he's having a hard time well, but she like he steps into the sun that's the main thing mm. like so that she can see mm-hmm. his sparkly boy powers and she like walks towards him being like oh god he's a vampire in the sun I think he might burn up yeah. like she's having a panic and she like runs towards him to embrace him and she, he puts his hand out to stop I her know. he's just like stop it be gone oh <laughs> it's God. very funny and she just runs into his hand the imagery is a bit it's hilarious beautiful. stop it thought um <laughs> then he does his whole thing where she's like oh my god you're so fit and he's like no i'm not i'm evil i'm gonna murder you with my bare hands and i mean <laughs> i will say there is a lot of this chapter that i kind of forgotten from twilight or maybe it's added to from twilight but like that so much of this chapter is edward just being like i could physically harm you a lot if I wanted to yeah. Bella, and it's incredibly creepy. Mm-hmm. He does tell her how much he wanted to murder her when they first met, which I think is yeah. good that he does tell her, but he does also tell her in like the creepiest way possible. Um, yeah, the thing is, he does he can't commit to the bit. Yeah. No, he can't. <laughs> he basically does all mm-hmm. this stuff where he's like, I could kill you, I'm so dangerous, stay away from me. And then she looks visibly a bit scared, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh no. I would never Don't hurt you. Why are you scared of me? Hurt you. But I would hurt you, I'm so dangerous, yeah. I'm the most dangerous, because you're a ringer for me. Oh, but I'd never... And I'm like, dude, commit to one bit. Literally. Like, Come on. Yeah, I mean, I have... Be like, yeah, this is dangerous, but YOLO, let's do yeah. it. That's a good vibe. Whatever. I have cool. I have many really. thoughts because of this chapter. Um, they end up, mm-hmm. like, holding hands and kissing a little bit. Edward, like, freaks out all the time. Yeah. Um. Then they do the, um, you're my personal brand of heroin thing. They don't even kiss at this point. They kiss yeah, later, they kiss later. When Bella is travel sick. Oh my god, it's so weird, right? So <laughs> they just embrace, but there's no he kiss. He listens to her heart. It's creepy. If any boy tried to listen to my heart, I'd be like, back off he keeps mm-hmm. he like also um i mean we'll talk about this later but there, also a lot of this is edward just sit, sitting in silence thinking a lot of this chapter so yeah. if you think about the implications of that for their date we'll talk about it more in detail but just think about it um yeah. he's like give me a minute sometimes or sometimes yeah. he doesn't say that and he, he just, just sits. shuts on down and bella's like okay i guess yeah. I'll sit here and wait. (laughs) Or she'll like lean into him slightly and he runs away. (laughs) And then like destroys the ecosystem. (gasps) No, there's such a good bit where he basically describes it's the as if you could outrun Mm -hmm. me bit. He just does laps around the meadow. He's just he just ripped he's just ripping up. up. He's like, oh, there's this beautiful ancient tree. I ripped it up by the roots. And I'm like, Edward. And he's like, and I chucked it at another tree. I hope the other tree won't die now. And I'm like, yeah, well it will do, because you just it will be oh, stupid. stupid. And then just imagine him fully like Naruto oh running. My God. Like <laughs> I'm trying not to. He's just like it. Just it gives me the ick. It gives step. me the like, ick. That, if you read it like very like romantically, which it is like possible to do, it's not the worst chapter for Edward stuff. It's very he's a vampire mm-hmm. kind of vibes, which is like I can deal more with them when he's just being like creepy boy. Yeah, like the vampire stuff is easier because it's not real. Yeah. Um, the actual like that part of it you can read it like oh he's trying 
so hard. But then if you try and visualise it, it's so funny. <laughs> like him doing that and her, her like leaning towards him and him holding his hand out and her running into his hand. Yeah. It's just, it's very comical, just visually. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. And then um, he's like, you know, they sit, like they have their little thing, they caress gently or whatever. They, there's some intense hand holding. Um, then he's like, yeah. climb on. Premarital hand holding. <laughs> and he's like, climb on, coward, and like runs her through the forest, not thinking, oh, wait, she's a tiny human. She's going to feel incredibly sick if I do this. Um, yeah. And then, like, she, <laughs> she like nearly faints, basically. Um, they have a smooch. And then he's like, you should yeah. let me drive. They have a smooch once she's had her head like between yeah. her legs. And she's gone from, at the, this point, she's gone from green to super pale. So still, we're not doing well. Yeah, we're not doing okay. Um, and then he smooches her and then she like nearly faints. Um, yeah. And she, at this point, she's still sick. Yeah. Like, it's not romantic. It's, I'm sorry. Like, romantic. I was just reading it. Like, I understand that you missed your window in the meadow and you're like, oh, that would have been nicer. But maybe I'll just kiss her here while she's feeling travel sick. And as someone that gets a horrible intense travel sickness... Do not kiss me. Do not. My mouth is like filling with hot, <laughs> gross feelings. Mm-hmm. I'm not having a good time. You know that like pre-travel sick feeling yeah. when you're like, mm-hmm. well, I'm not sick now, but my mouth sure is getting warm. Yep. You're like, why is there so much spit in here? What's going on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. gross. Um, but yeah, then he like is like, you need to let me drive home because you're intoxicated by my presence. <laughs> the whole time she's like, I don't want to let you drive. I don't. I will feel more sick if you. If you drive, your driving makes me sick. And he's like, no, do it, do it, do it. And he just next her into letting her drive. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. That's the end of the chapter. Yeah, cool, cool. See you next week. <laughs> Talk about Edward and his feelings. And can we first talk about Edward doing math to distract oh himself? Yeah, okay. <laughs> My favourite quote from that whole bit is he starts like counting all the bugs and he gets to 4,000, which by the way, like if we assume, so I know it's, he's very fast, but if we assume there's roughly a second per bug, that's like, I don't know, what was it, 4,000 and something seconds? That's a long time. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, he says, I brought up in my math a topographical map of the park and started computing the numbers. <laughs> so sad that your boyfriend's a massive nerd, Bella, I'm sorry. <laughs> also, the fact is that, right, so we're, we're having this conversation now. Can you imagine, right, this boy picks you up, kind of hints that he's going to murder you in the forest, makes you walk for five miles in tiny ballet flats, takes you to a meadow, and then when you try and give him a little smooch, sits away from you and just is in complete silence for four minutes. And then he yeah. does this every time you try and touch his hand. Like. <laughs> and sometimes it's fine. And he's like, this is the best pleasure oh, I've ever known. Oh my God. And then other times he's like, get off me, thought. It's Get away. Right. I'm, that, this chapter is so much because it's like, basically, Edward like, is like, oh my God, I might like legit murder Bella for like most of the chapter. And then they like yeah. hold hands and he's like, wait. Holding hands with her feels so much better than literally draining her of all her bloodwood. I'm not going to murder her because then I'll be able to touch her hand again. And I'm like, could you not have just thought this many chapters ago? There's a really great bit where he's like, okay, I've done it. We've like Mm. been close to each other. We've not kissed or anything, but we're fine. And then he's like, no, we're not through the knot yet. So he just, as far as I can tell, just puts his cheek by her neck for a bit. And then was like, wow, that was amazing. That, and she was like, was that anything? Yep. And he was like, for me it was. And, he like, <laughs> and she's like, 
Okay. And he puts his head on her chest as well, like over her heartbeat. Yeah. And then there is a horribly intense description of the blood literally pumping through her body. And I want to skip over this quite yeah. quickly because it does make me feel a bit faint. But it's like... Yeah, it gives me the It's ick. like three paragraphs of describing her heart pumping blood. It's genuinely disgusting. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can hear all the ventricles. And I'm like, oh, you live like this? Like... You live like this. It's so gross. Mm, don't like it. Um, gross, gross, yeah. gross. Should we get onto an even worse ick that he does? Yes. Um, than the blood. So he's there and he's thinking about every song that he's ever oh heard God. in his entire life. Um, the last things he's listening, he's thinking about are the songs from the musical theatre majors next door. And then he says he was mouthing them, and she's like, "Did you say something?" And he's like, "No." As he's just mouthing like people's compositions for their musical theatre classes. <laughs> Can you imagine? I think he's I think he's mouthing along to like oh what would be the funniest thing that he'd be mouthing along to? The whole being dead thing from Beetlejuice. He's like oh. No, he's doing full Michael in the bathroom. <gasps> yes, Edward in the meadow by himself. <laughs> by himself. By himself. <laughs> and Bella's like, I'm literally here. But okay. <laughs> um Alice is seeing this all in her vision, like, yeah, like she's what's, ruining what's it. He's ruining on? this. What's going on? Um Right, one more thing to say about Edward. Right, we're not going to get mm-hmm. too explicit. This is a, a family-friendly show, but... Huh, how can He I... does have a sexual awakening well, in this yes. chapter. Um, Edward gets excited and then is deeply afraid and runs away. Most yeah, of this like, chapter... I've never had this feeling, ever, ever, in this life, or in my previous mm-hmm. life. So he was 17 years old and yeah, had never experienced which... sexual attraction, which is good for him, but yeah, I mean, kind of funny. Well, that's the thing. It's the same, basically, Edward and Bella both like stare at each other and they're like, I've never felt this way about a person before. And I'm like, yeah, obviously, you're 17. That's yeah. completely normal. Like, I don't know if we have any young teens listening, but if you've never been intense in love with anyone yet, that's completely fine. Like, it's... Yeah. <sighs> YA novels and romance novels makes it seem like everyone is falling in love with each other at every point of their lives, like, after, like, five minutes. Yeah. It's completely normal <laughs> to not be romantically attracted to people until you're older. No, I was not into anybody yeah. through all of high school. I wasn't I either. with some nice people, and not for me. Yeah, no, I, I, I also wasn't, so, like, it's completely normal. Which is also, it's also very normal to feel very intense things for the first person that you are romantically attracted to. Does it mean you should become mm. undead with them? Just saying. No. Maybe we don't commit to life with our, like... Committing, like, getting married at 18, people do that. Good for them, not for me. Not for me. But, like, committing to being undead forever Mm -hmm. in eternal promise at 17. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A bit of a step above marriage, I'd say. Just a little. But, yeah, so, um, basically, they they smooch. Bella goes hog wild. Like, she is, like, crushing his face the best she can with her She's grabbing his hair. She's grabbing his hair. She's, like, opening her mouth. It's, like, a whole thing. And then Edward is, like, oh, 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 my God. (laughs) And, like, and he's, like, I felt this twist in my stomach. And I was, like, oh, oh, my God. (laughs) And he's, like, a feeling I'd never felt ever, ever. But he's not talking about, because he talks about it in the same way he talks about, like, his bloodlust. So he's not Really, as far as I can tell, he's not talking about love. Yeah, he's like he's definitely talking like physical attraction, attraction. Yeah. And he's like, so because he's talking about it, this before he even kisses her. Yeah. and he's like something I would never be able to do. And it's like, oh, dearie me, um, la la. Tanya manages, shall we say? Um, this 
Yeah. This, sorry, he's so dramatic. Yeah, he's literally so They dramatic. just get to go and have their nice relations with human yeah. men because they're soft and squishy and they like it. Yeah. Um, that's literally chapter two. Literally chapter two. <laughs> and Edward's like, how could I ever? <laughs> yeah, I will say this isn't an explicit book, but there were multiple paragraphs dedicated to Edward being confused about his feelings in a certain way and obviously it's not explicit nothing is ever mentioned but also it's painfully obvious what's happening um yeah also like he's a liar because last chapter he did say that he was into that large woman yeah he did the largest woman he'd ever seen Uh, yes (laughs) just woman um right so we also have a couple of flashbacks this chapter yeah um Mm -hmm. so first of all there's a lot of biblical biblical imagery this chapter you know, the whole line fell yeah. in love with the lamb. That is a Bible verse where basically, like, when, like, it's basically, like, when the world's all good, then, like, all the animals will be friends with each other and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's a very nice thing. I mean, it's kind of metaphorical. It's basically saying that, like, you mm. know, everyone will just be nice to each other because that's a good thing to do. Which sounds lovely. But we do have to make it a more heavy-handed Bible reference by yeah. making him think of Carlisle going to church before he does Not it. Even... And then yeah. Carlisle looked at the stained windows mm-hmm. and thought of Jesus, and now I will mm-hmm. say this line, I'm like, good, let's explain everything. Yeah, let's good. explain everything. There's also a bit where Edward... You know the, do you know the, the parable of the prodigal son? I do. Good. Okay, briefly for listeners, basically, this guy has two sons... One of them is like, Papa, may I have my inheritance now? And he's like, oh, well, okay, I guess. And then his son goes away for a while and his other son stays and, like, works on the farm. And then one day the son comes back because he's run out of money and the dad is like, quick, let's throw a party because my son's come back. And the other good son that stayed is like, Dad, why the hell are you doing all this for him? You don't do any of this for me. And he's like, oh, but he came back, which means he's more special. It's a bad parable, in my humble opinion. I don't like it that much. I think it's rewarding people for doing bad things. But anyway, mm-hmm. Edward is literal, literally the prodigal son because it's talking about him going back to Carlisle and Esme um, after he's been doing a big old murder um, quite a lot. And um, yeah, Esme sees him and comes running out to him and is like kissing his face and it's like, my son, my son, which creepy. I don't yeah, like it. I really don't. I don't like this is really, I know people like really like the family dynamic. I hate it. I get the Carlisle and Edward dynamic a bit, but no. like the, the, the family structure dynamic makes sense for like appearances. But yeah. like when you're in private, I find it weird. He I find it so her. odd. You're younger than him. Right. <laughs> I find it so odd, especially like even if it's just that we're going off like, you know, um, comparative people ages. She is 23 mm-hmm. and he's 17. If a 17 year old ever looked at me like I was their mother, I'd be like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not anyone's mum. I am a cousin. At best. I'm a cool older cousin yeah. at best. But realistically, yeah. we're in the same life stage. And yeah. also, you were born before me. I get yeah. that your brain's frozen a bit, but oh, so you're odd. older than her. I could never <laughs> look at like a 17-year-old and be like, that's my child. I might call 17-year-olds no. babies, and I don't I mean no offense yeah. to 17-year-olds when I say that. It's just because it's like they are younger than you. They're not your children. Yeah. I, I yeah. just find and it really also odd. in what situation would we know a 17-year-old? Like yeah. when you're 22 23 you interact with like family and family mm-hmm. friends and then you occasionally get people interact with you if you are like on the internet having to talk yeah. with people and in that yeah. situation like as people that are over 18 mm-hmm. you do not heavily interact with under 18 year olds <laughs> you let them have their own online friends mm-hmm. that are younger than 18 we yeah. do not need under 18 year old friends <laughs> Just- but then and then also Carlisle's like my son you're home my son and it's like 
it's so intense and it's so weird because I'm like, basically, I don't mind the flashbacks. I think they're interesting. It's, you know, telling us a bit more about Edward's life. There is no need for them to be in this chapter. There's literally no, no need. It's just extra pages, and I it's don't understand why they're there. Such a long chapter already, mm-hmm. and like every every chapter that's long is Edward having a panic attack, and in this chapter that makes sense because things are happening, and he's not having a panic attack about like the hypothetical implications of his love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like because we've heard that a million times. Him actually being with Bella and being about to kiss her, cool. It makes sense that you're yeah. panicking, bro. Okay, fine. I'll take this mm-hmm. if I hadn't just had five paragraphs about like yeah. you doing this hypothetically now you're doing yeah. it okay <laughs> it's so weird because it's also like a lot of this chapter is also edward just rehashing his previous feelings so he goes into detail and tells bella how he wanted to kill her that one day and i'm like mm-hmm. you could have circumvented this by just saying and i described to her all the feelings that i'd ever had towards her we don't need it in a play-by-play again because it's like okay i know also, like I imagined you in this room, and I imagined you in this room. Yeah, yeah. it's like, for what? Yes, we have read the book. We know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know that you wanted to kill her. All he could say is, like, I described to her how I felt about her the first time I saw her, and then described Bella's facial expressions. And that's yeah, it. this book is all... I get that it's, like, a monologue book. Like, the reason that The Nice One has any audience is because you want to know all of Edward's thoughts and stuff. Mm. But it's so much, like, tell and not show, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Even, it happened again, the thing I was complaining about um, last week with the pomegranate metaphor. Yeah, I was going to say, ding, 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 we have another Hades metaphor. This was a dangerous, this was a dangerous path to even hint at. Hades and his pomegranate, how many toxic seeds had I invented her with? Pick one, pick one. Yeah. You don't have to say dangerous path, Hades, pomegranate and toxic seeds. You yeah. can just say toxic seeds. We understand the metaphor. Yeah. You've said it many times. We mm-hmm. understand. Oh. Also, you're it doing the metaphor me. wrong. Like, yeah, Persephone didn't, like, it wasn't, like, you're doing the metaphor wrong because Persephone ate all the seeds at once and then they counted yeah. them afterwards. It wasn't like a, he was just gently feeding her pomegranate seeds one at a time, like, <laughs> I, know. I don't even, it's oh, just, so we she, don't oh. need the explanation of the metaphor, like, oh yeah, the seeds, that's yeah. the pomegranate things. What's the pomegranate thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Hades. Oh, and what's Hades? Dangerous. Yeah. Okay, also, cool. A to B to C every single yeah. time. <laughs> also, Persephone actually is a, Persephone and Hades is actually a really bad metaphor for Edward and Bella because that's implying that Bella would leave Edward for a little while. Yeah, and as far as I know, she never does. So no, she she is also not planning on it. She's like at this point, yeah. she's like, I'll stay with her you fear forever. Is I want to stay with you forever, and I can't. And it's, it's like, it's Miss weird. Ma'am, you've not kissed him yet. Yeah. Come on mm-hmm. now, Miss Ma'am. <laughs> okay. This is another thing I desperately want to talk about. Can we talk about the fact that Edward's like, yeah, my family would have been totally okay if I'd let Bella be squished by a truck. Yeah, so Murder Himbo M. Emmett comes out again when it yeah. just says, like, the others would be like, oh, Edward, what have you done? Disappointed. Emmett would simply shrug, is what he says. That's the exact line. <laughs> yeah, so while he's having his, oh no, need to sit down because I was aroused by a woman's presence thing, um, he is like, you know what? My entire life would be easier if I'd just let her get squished by that truck that one day. Yeah. She wouldn't miss me if I was gone. I wouldn't be feeling all these feelings right now. To which I say, don't... Mm, no? No. If yeah. you ever feel that yeah. way about someone that you're with, it w- my life would be easier if they got squished by a truck. You probably shouldn't be with them. <laughs> like, Because <laughs> no. what does she say? She, he's like, um, Alice would probably be upset because she'd lost a possible friend and like 
Rosalie and Jasper would be the only ones that were smug, but were like, yeah, we knew this was going to happen, stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, I get squished by a truck. Yeah, it's so yeah. weird. Um, Edward also, other freak outs that Edward has this chapter is the fact that he can't read minds. Yeah. I, I cannot get over this. Edward literally does not know how to not be invasive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, I would find Twilight so much more interesting if it was Edward struggling with the fact that he is constantly invading other people's privacy and being upset about it than just being like, I read people's minds and the fact that I can't read your mind is really annoying to me because if I can't, if I don't know what you're thinking every second of every day, I don't know how to act around you. I'm like, that's not, yeah. that's not cool. Bella literally says, yeah, that's what it's like for the rest of us all the like, time. What? How do you survive? And I'm like, pretty well. Like, and honestly, I will say, you know, I understand occasionally I also, I want to read people's minds. You know, it's not, sometimes you do just want to know what people are thinking. However, yeah. it's like, it's so glaringly obvious that Edward, Edward being like, oh, I've forgotten how to be a human. I'm like, yeah, you forgot to be how to be a human because you rely so heavily on like just reacting to people's like inner thoughts that you actually don't know how to like you know interact with people if you're not like yeah. constantly in their heads which is I can't I'm, I would hate it so much because I would not yeah. want to be a sibling to someone that is constantly reading my mind no. like and the thing is it's not like a vampire thing that they can't interact it's just yeah. an Edward thing because but his, that's the his... thing is he's like oh I forget how to be a human I'm like you seem to be okay being a human around your brothers and sisters the only thing I can think yeah. of that they do is like you know extreme sports and joking about yeah. murder but like you can do that with your your human <laughs> siblings. I think I I just I don't know. Like either Edward is a terrifying monster and does not ha- know how to interact with people in a vampire monstery way, or he gets to have nice chill times with his siblings. It, it can't be both. He has this really weird yeah. dissonance when it comes to himself, and I'm like, yeah, he does go babe. into this in this chapter a bit. He's like, oh, I had to realize that the monster wasn't like a separate yes. part of me. It was all my part, and I'm like, good. 17 chapters in, we're finally, we're finally, like, like, getting into this isn't, like, a Jekyll and Hyde situation. This is you making active choices. Maybe we'll Mm -hmm. stop creeping in her bedroom at night because the monster took over. You know what I mean? I don't think he will, though. Are we... No. um, What character growth will we get from Edward? We will see. Probably not a lot. But I think next, I think by next chapter, he'll be in her room again. I know he's going to drive her home, pretend to leave, and then come back like the little creep he is. Because um, where are we? We're probably about, I would say, two chapters away from her going to the Collins. Yes. How many chapters are there total? Uh, there are 28 uh, chapters in an eight. epilogue, I think. Oh, we're yeah. only... Tw- oh, 29, 29 chapters in an epilogue. Ooh. So, yeah, we have, what, 11 chapters to meet the family, mm. play, like, sports with the family, which doesn't happen the first time she goes over, do the whole James thing. Yeah, oh my gosh, there's so or much content. meet Victoria, do the, like... Bella gets taken to the um, ballet studio, which is a thing that, you know, I'm interested to see because we don't know what Edward's doing at that time. Probably yeah. just stressing out, but still yeah, want to see out. the other side of that. Um, and then going back, I'm sure, I assume, we'll probably have some Jacob stuff to do, right? Mm. Like, there's not a lot of him in Twilight, but there's a bit. Um, well, the epilogue will be yeah. the, the dance, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. I have no idea. I don't even know how long the epilogue is, if it's like a full chapter or if yeah. it's just... Well, a few pages but yeah a lot, um, a lot of stuff to and cram into yeah. 11 chapters if you mm. think about like movie wise because that's easier to condense we're still within the first half hour of the movie oh my god we literally are but like book wise we're over halfway through like 
like we're two thirds through almost. We're like wow. four hundred pages in. Wild. So that much left wild. to do. It is. <laughs> well, okay. Do you want to do peaks and pips? Uh, my peak is definitely Edward singing musical theatre major songs to himself. I'm like, not even being like, oh, I didn't realise I said that loud. Bella's like, what? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> Very it. good. Um, my pit is just, I don't know. I think the imagery is one of them because I think it's so funny. Yeah. Which is good. But also, yeah. And I don't like, I know they can't really change it from Twilight, but I don't like the choice to kiss her while she's travel sick. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, that's an ache for me. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so my personal peak is Bella trying to get her Mm. little hands all over Edward at any available opportunity this chapter. She's like, hello, (laughs) I want to touch you. And he's like, please don't. And she's like, we are going to hold hands. Pre-marital hand-holding. Pre-marital hand-holding. And then she like starts just like tracing little patterns on him. And Edward's like, yeah. is she trying to send me a secret message to leave her? And she's just like, ooh, <laughs> soft and shiny. She's like, he's actually like, is she going to spell out like, Edward, go away? Imagine. <laughs> so funny. She's just like, F off. <laughs> that would be so good. That would be so good. But she's not. She's just doing little patterns because she likes how sparkly his skin is. Um, <laughs> my pit, actually same as last week, Edward keeps... In this chapter, Edward yells at Bella a lot, and I don't like it. Stops trying to scare her, my dude. And then also, stops trying to scare her, and then immediately being like, oh my god, baby, no, I didn't even mean it. I didn't mean to make you scared. And I'm like, hmm. I know. Interesting. It's one of them. Setting a precedent, are we? Hmm. Are we? Are we maybe? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that's my, my personal mm. Would you like a Yahoo to finish things off? I would love one. Cool. This is from Clobo a decade ago. Oh. How do you know you are obsessed with Twilight? I'm making a list of all the things that you know you are obsessed or in love with in Twilight. For one, I pretty much love that. I'm pretty much in love with it, so by no means am I making fun of anyone. Try being original. I don't want the same answer. Here's one to start. You leave your open so if a window is around, he can come in and stare at you through your bedroom. Not like a locked window would stop them though, huh? P.S. Oh to all God. the Twilight and haters of here, I'm not going to argue because everyone's entitled to their opinion. <laughs> Wow, okay. So first of all, for for the top one, I'd say is that you kin one of the characters from Twilight. Yes. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. Um, I think I would say one is you make a Twilight podcast when you're in your early 20s. (laughs) Yeah, that too. Um, I'd also say you have a Twilight Twilight themed blog or Instagram page. um, Yeah. And you either read or write Twilight fanfic. Yes, good. I think that would I be I read top so one. much Twilight fanfic when I was younger, so when I was I. too young to be reading Twilight fanfic. Mm-hmm. Did not need to read that at 11, but I yep. did. Uh, <laughs> but would you like to hear some of the answers? <laughs> oh, oh, God, yes. Uh, you make your boyfriend wear that sparkly crap <gasps> on Hot Topic, dot, 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 poor guys. <laughs> you what have a life size cutout of Edward Cullen, even though I'm paranoid about sleeping with it nearby. Oh my God. You refer to Stephanie Mayer as Queen Stephanie Mayer. <laughs> You refer to books as the Bible. Oh. Hmm. Don't think Stephanie Mayer would like that one. No. <laughs> you get defensive when someone says Edward is creepy or a, stalk- or a stalker. Oh, no. <laughs> well. You like to call yourself your name so that you can fit in with Twilight fanfic. Oh. <laughs> you say, oh, my, oh my Edward, asterisk, <gasps> headdress, asterisk. You say, holy crow, face palm. Oh, my God. <laughs> You don't find it creepy that Jacob imprints someone a newborn. <laughs> Gross. So... I think even people who are obsessed with Twilight find that creepy. Yeah. I mean, it's like, a bad also, move. Especially now, 
people yeah. aren't super like we love that Stephanie mm-hmm. Mayer we're like we mm-hmm. love this thing and there are problems and especially with you <laughs> yeah especially with that especially with the depiction of Native Americans exactly so. yeah you fantasize about Edward Cullen which may or may not be appropriate Ooh. I'm a Mormon you're a Mormon because of Stephanie Mayer, it says. Very good. No, no, wait, no, they're co- no. I refuse to believe that there are people that converted to Mormonism because of Twilight. I can't believe that that's a thing. Well, this person on Yahoo Answers, what's their name? Oh their God. name is Booyah! Explanation mark. Wow. Thank so you good Booyah. for them. Good for Booyah. <laughs> yeah, get in contact with us if you converted to Mormonism because of Twilight. That would be so interesting. I would love to hear that from yeah, you. Yeah, genuinely, actually, if you, if you did convert to Mormonism, even temporarily when you first read them (laughs) yeah what else would you do if you're obsessed with Twilight I think probably naming one of your kids after one of the characters if you I mean obviously there are a lot of Twilight mums as we called them I think if you named any of your children after a Twilight character Mm -hmm. and let's let's say that like you know you can name your child like Edward or whatever but like if you if you know in your head you know in your head, I always you? think this because Esme is one of my favorite names. My yes. next like D and D character, spoiler alert, we're massive nerds. My <gasps> next D and D character in Liv's game is called Esme. Um, <laughs> She's called it. But Esme. that wasn't because of Twilight. I just love her name. But oh, subconsciously, always yeah. in my little head. Mm. <laughs> Stephanie May, I'm rent free in here. <laughs> oh yeah, I think you're a true fan if you defended the naming choices of either EJ or Renesme. I think if you genuinely defended Renesme Carly Cullen, then. <laughs> you're yeah. a true fan you're truly obsessed because I didn't mind it also, so much also I love that they couldn't just call her Carly which was a name Carly's Carly just a people a name. Nice name I really like the name Carly I think it's really cute um mm-hmm. but Vanessa good for her good for her <laughs> okay well yeah. I think that's that's it for us this week yeah that was chapter 17 confessions join us next week for chapter 18 mind over matter which I assume is just him driving her home (laughs) and planning to see the parents. Not sure. Because the chapter after that's called Home, so I assume that's the the big one. Yeah, I assume that it's going to be the big blue blouse khaki skirt. Yes, good. Oh my goodness, (laughs) right. So, if if you want to get in contact with us, you can follow us on our TikTok or Instagram or even our Tumblr, which is at Midnight from Pod for all of them. Mm Mm-hmm. We've been making some great content over on our TikTok We have, lately. we have, to be fair. Um, I would check it out. They're doing quite well. Oh, I'm quite yeah. proud of them. <laughs> um, uh, or you can email us at midnightfunpot at gmail.com. There is a poll currently on our Instagram um, as of right now. I will have posted it. Hopefully when this hopefully when this episode goes out, you can see it. Um, because for our Christmas special and a thousand listeners special, Woo-hoo. you guys selected Q and A. So thank you, we love it. Give well, us thank attention. You so, much. Um, so if you have any questions, and it can literally be anything, just ask us anything. Obviously, if you send us anything wildly inappropriate, we just simply won't read it. But um, <laughs> you know, send us a, send us some send us some cues so we can give you some A's. Um, yeah. If you're not on Instagram, you can send those into our yeah. Tumblr, our email, or TikTok, yeah. and just put the, the beginning of it, question for the Q&A, we'll know what you're yeah. talking about, so just we'll so reply we to you on the podcast rather than just on message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also have a Redbubble, we're Midnight Fun Pod on Redbubble, so you can get our little logo on anything, because, you know, tis the season, forgiven. Tis the season, get, get your orders in now, because I assume that postage will be horrible this year. Yes, <laughs> I assume that also. Um... 
yeah, yeah we're you. also on uh coffee if you want to send yes. us anything we are yeah. coffee.com slash midnight fun pod so that's ko-fi.com slash midnight fun pod yeah. if you want to send us a little oh, support because our vampire boyfriend never buys us dinner <laughs> he's terrible <laughs> we have one vampire boyfriend and we share him and he's he's yeah. not generous at all he's too high maintenance otherwise he's far too high maintenance <laughs> <laughs> anyway i hope you enjoyed this chapter <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Have a good morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye! Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4 Vampire by Summer. Neither Katie nor Liv is associated with Stephanie Meyer or any of her intellectual property. All of these expressed are their own, and remember, werewolves make terrible boyfriends. <laughs>